Welcome to Founders Field Note, the podcast where you can learn from founders how to be founders. I'm founder and CEO of Klugonics Group, Jason Klug. And this week, we have our first episode with two guests, Michelle and Jen with For All. And see here, I they gave me a very nice hat that I've been wearing golfing and I... It's very quality. This week's episode is sponsored by Durai Home. I know it's low-hanging fruit for me because I own it, but hear me out. So Durai Home creates thoughtfully designed home goods that use diatomaceous earth to rapidly dry moisture in your home. This is our Durai Home bathstone. This is our Zen sandstone colorway. You can see right before your eyes, it dries so quickly. right before your eyes. We have a whole plethora of products that you could use in your kitchen, your bathroom, your laundry room, wherever moisture is a problem in your home, like drying your dishes, where does your soap live next to your sink? It should live on a beautiful dry home sink caddy. Or if you're drying your dishes, they should be dried on the dry home dish pad, which also utilizes our trademarked Diomat material. Check it out. Durihome.com. www.dorai.com or durihome.com. They both work. And for 15% off, use the term founders, all caps. Thank you, Durai, for sponsoring. Okay, this week's episode, we have Jen Clyde and Michelle Money Weir from For All a new and exciting golf brand that is really hitting a niche that needed to be filled. It was women's golf apparel industry has been pretty much the same, you know, for many years. And now for all has already made a huge impact and they're winning awards and they're growing this massive community. They have a, a huge following already. And they're really only at the tip of it. They're just getting started. Rapidly growing brand and community that fills the gap that has been in golf for a long time now, especially with women's apparel. You know, everything's like the same. It's very sporty, a lot of patterns, a lot of pink and stuff like that. Where for all, they bring a lot of style and, and you know, modern high-end fashion to the table. And it stands out. I was at a golf store recently. Actually, now I've seen them at two golf stores. They not only have a section that stands out because everything when it comes to their design language is so consistent. So it pops and it's like this section of the store. But I noticed that the two women in the store, as I was around, you know, I was buying a new golf club. I noticed that both of them ended up purchasing something from the for all section. And it just shows what is really going to happen with their brand moving forward. This is really only the start and their their potential is just limitless with where they can go with their company. So it's really exciting that I was able to sit down with them this early on and connect with them uh, at just the beginning of their brand and their company. Part of, I think, their success is obviously building really excellent 
apparel and product and putting a lot of effort into the design, the fit, uh, the materials, et cetera. It's very quality stuff. But with the community and the content that they're putting out, you know, this also is part of their tagline where it's like golfing's optional. I think that's a cool approach where it is less intimidating for someone to go. Maybe they're just going to the clubhouse to meet with some friends that want to golf and putting on the, you know, putting area and having a cocktail or whatever, you know, the fact that they're welcoming that type of, uh, experience is a, a great way to get people to dip their toes in. And then over time, you know, then they can be more into the game and try it out and go to the range and take a lesson and so on and so forth. So I appreciate how they've opened up the community and welcoming new golfers, experienced golfers and anybody uh, to tap into their community. So that is what's really going to motivate the game to grow. So listen in, this is new talking about the apparel side of product development and manufacturing, uh, a lot of exciting and brilliant hustle that was brought to building this company, and you'll learn a lot about it. And then also the great balance of two co-founders that have diverse skill set and how they apply it to build for all into what it is today, but also what it's going to become down the road. New York is where you, where you do all of the development and do you manufacture in New York as well? Mm-hmm. So how did you find that resource? What's that like? So our partners at Worldwide Golf, okay, they um, introduced us to a brand, a uh, men's golf brand called Red Family, and um, he was working with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they introduced us to that manufacturer and that relationship, and um, they had already cultivated that. So they, you know, seen success and introduced us, and we we found great success with them as well. So. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like pumping out so much stuff right now. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so like, what's the process? Like wh- who, who designs it? <laughs> Do you like sketch it up on a napkin and you bring it to them? Like, I how- mean, that's kind of how it started truly. Like Jen and I, you know, like just to give a little backstory, we were authentically just like very disappointed in the options that were mm-hmm. available for women's golf. Mm-hmm. And Jen having like this business development, product development background, you know, her brain goes directly to like, we've got to solve this problem Mm -hmm. where I was just like living with the problem. (laughs) Jen was like, no, we're solving the problem. So I was like, okay, Clyde. Um, so we eventually literally did kind of just start sketching out ideas, like in my kitchen, like Mike, my fiance, Mike, um, was like our angel investor and kind of got us off the ground and, and going. And so we, just kind of started getting creative with like, you know, I like this fabric from this brand, but I like the way this fits, but it just needs to be changed just a little. And so we kind of just, you know, really were true and authentic to what we were drawn to. And in the meantime, we found an amazing designer who has made our life so much easier. But um, yeah, the processes we're actually still trying to refine because we were not aware of how much work goes into mm-hmm. creating a whole line because you you create your line and then you've got to create the next season totally. and then the seasons keep coming and then you're like wait we just how is this still happening yeah. it's, it's a just, constant like timeline yeah like, we didn't oh, I we get didn't it. know hell yeah you know <laughs> it's, it's like, always a grind and there's one when one fire goes out a new fire yeah, pops up yeah exactly while two other little fires are in the distance that you say I don't care about those for now yeah they can wait and yeah. on top of that just building an internally healthy 
team mm-hmm. um, in the midst of it all. Yeah. Would you have a couple of your yeah. kids on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Austin. So our I know first Austin. You know Ozzy? Yeah. He came and helped me for a little bit. Oh, did he really? Yeah. He's a nice kid. He's the best. I like him. And Taylor, her other son, Taylor. Yeah. He's tech designer. He's our tech designer. Okay. Cool. So Jen comes with the whole style. package. Like, yeah, he's I very hip. No idea. Yeah, right? he is. No They're yeah. the best kids. Wow. Now Austin's been really good at the product development. Mm-hmm. Like it's been interesting, kind of see. He went digi- uh, to digital design school. Yeah. And so originally he was just. I mean, he has always been like an artist, and like wanted to do animation and like web design. And then, you know, obviously he's obsessed with golf. Mm-hmm. So that always is helpful. And he's got a great swing. A yeah, great he does. Swing. He does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of fun because, you know, he he gets so passionate about the products that he's been developing. And he's like kind of a little um, inventor. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he had this like oh, yeah. swing. Him and Michelle have been working on this like swing aid stuff. Like... Right. Oh, he. Sh- I think he showed it to me. He, he yeah. loves you. Smart. He loves you. He's so smart. That's yeah. a great idea to yeah. get into, so you can do some accessories as well. Well, yeah. and I think For the off season, right? Yeah, and yeah. I think it. It's all about like taking something that has already been done. It, you know, we're not going to try to like constantly reinvent the wheel. That's mm-hmm. not what we're here for. We're here to, you know, if that happens along the way, that's great. But we're here to like make it pretty. Yeah. yeah, like make it fair cool. enough. Golf just needs a makeover bad. Yeah, and it's, we it's are very here for techy. It. <laughs> yeah, like I was in, uh, I golfed in China recently. Oh, oh cool! When I was there, and uh, I went to this golf resort that has like twelve golf courses, no. and they had the best pro shop I've ever seen in my really? life. Oh yeah, they always do. Dude. Everyone goes there, and they say you have to incredible. Go here. That's incredible. You do here. have to go there. Yeah. You don't manufacture in China, though, do you? Mm-hmm. You yeah. do. Yeah. Then you should go visit your factories and play Mission Hills and get in their store. Really? Yeah. Because like each, each, you know, it's not just like everything mixed in. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, Adidas had their area. Um, uh, what, what was it called? Uh, Fila had a big area because really? like Fila's making a comeback, mm-hmm. right? Um, and C- then, you know, Titleist and yeah. yeah so, so like yeah. all of these brands had their own segmented areas. So they're well-branded and kind of, yeah, I think it's, Peter it's very was talking well about set up. Peter Shin was talking about, I remember him talking about Mission, yeah, Hill. Mission Hills. Yeah. It's the Is world's that, biggest golf saying? resort. Yeah. It's so nice. You get, everybody gets a caddy. <laughs> they ride on the back of the cart with you. Yeah. It I've was amazing. It was so fun. That's now cool. Michelle's had her own caddy before, but. I'm still Listen, yeah. for the day. It's a game changer. A oh, literal I game changer. I'll go, I'll go out of my way to golf somewhere with a caddy. Oh, yeah. And oh. I even try to like ask for caddies. And they're Does like, I'm not going to caddy you at McRiley's. <laughs> you know? At McRiley's. Yeah. Hey, you never know. People you, love golf so much. They yeah. might do it for you. Yeah. You've this girl over here now. works so hard. So Jen's our CEO. Oh, no, I see her grinding it. And this girl is grinding unstoppable. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I tell people like, Jen... Is like this magical, like unicorn that from the outside, you don't think there's any possible way she could like run an organization or like that she could be so good at managing so many people, like yeah. because she seems so scattered. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Thank you. No, you, you do a fantastic job. I want to see like, what. Like seeing her like do what she was born to do, which is to be a literal CEO, mm-hmm. is one of the most incredible things to witness. She is just so good at like juggling so many things at one time and then like getting it all to come together and flow in a system. And she's just, she's the hardest working person I know. Oh, stop. 
Well, then what do you do? Michelle's right there. I (laughs) try to support my fiance and support Jen. He's a busy guy, right? Yeah, he's busy and, and... we're yeah i'm the chief zen officer yeah, okay happiness and sunshine into the office that's important she enters yeah you gotta have one of those i will say because like people get tired of me mm-hmm. everyone's done with me yeah. you know and then michelle walks in they're like michelle! and then michelle makes everyone she makes me laugh and i can be in the worst mood and it's like instant she just makes me giggle mm-hmm. makes me laugh or just like no seriously like she is you have to have somebody like as a founder to come in and like really rally people up get them excited about what they're doing mm-hmm. um you know if you don't have that at some point it's like mostly at a startup as you guys know it's mm-hmm. like you they will get burnt out there's got to be something like michelle will say all right guys if you finish these tech bags <laughs> by the deadline, you all get massages. Uh, I have a masseuse that comes. She's great. She's like, and she'll come to your house and like, she'll get everyone massages. Or if, um, you know, they work for basically golf, like these young kids, like, yeah, they're you know, we is that legal? Kids, Should we cut adults. that out? <laughs> we'll work for golf. No, we do pay them. You do well. get we an do advantage. <laughs> you do get a huge advantage employing your kids though, right? You can pay them up to 12 grand tax free. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> One day we'll get there. Yeah. No, if they weren't like getting married and having kids, I would. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I. It's so funny. I never thought in a million years I would ever work with my kids. Not one time. And everyone's always like, "Oh, yeah, you know, they've always been creative." Yeah, they have, but they're really basically athletes. And so, mm-hmm. I don't know. This just came out of like left field. Awesome was always like drawing and stuff, and he but, made your logo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no no no. I thought he did that. Uh, he, he did the crest. He did the crest. Oh, there. okay. And then our, um, like our FA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. Um, oh, by the way, I made you all something. What? Oh, what did you make us? In those uh, boxes there. <gasps> finally. Yeah. What do you mean, finally? Like We talked about it like two years ago. Yeah, maybe? I've been waiting for these. These are, so. It's a, a greenskeeper? It's what? like a pitch mark tool. In Baltimore. No way. I was yeah. like, when are we getting ours? Because they're really nice. These products are so It's not your oh, green, I know. Me but this. if you order 500, we can make it the same color as your green. <laughs> Just saying. Well, wait. <laughs> wait, where did, who's selling these? Me. Where did we see this? It's like my no, but, side brand. Yeah. But are you in golf sh- no, shops? No, we're oh. so new. No, we just sell from our website. This is amazing. Thank this you. Is I, it's so like cool. a pocket knife. So to close it, it's kind of hard. You Austin push the little tab. You and talking to Let me you show you. Show me. It's not like it's, you push this little tab here and it and it. Oh, oh, oh. It. You see what I'm saying? Yep. It's like Got a little it. button. Yeah. That's epic. Yeah. It, and like your packaging is so well done. Yeah. I'm impressed. So this is like a side hustle. And yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. it looks, I, I know a few Austin of those. was talking about it and he was like, Oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. Oh see, my gosh our brand is on it. I know. I, There's I had it laser it. engraved. Oh my gosh. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. I just so noticed that. When we're yeah. getting old, I literally that had is to get so cool. I was now. so like. Yeah. Yeah. And like turned 43 and the whole world. Gosh dang it. What a kind <laughs> thing. Gosh. Yeah, enjoy. Wow, this is cool. Cool packaging, man. No, his Thank stuff you. is legit. A little sleeve cool you can stick in. Cool packaging. Do you know um, what my businesses do? No, tell me more about you. So like we have, uh, so this building has four businesses in it. I have a, the golf brand, which is my smallest business. Okay. Uh, I have a home goods company that I started with my wife. That is that whole warehouse. So that's grown to, it's like an eight figure big brand. Where do you sell? 
all, just a website in Amazon. Oh, good for you. Yeah. So that, that was like a side hustle, you know, so that company grew and I hired a CEO and she runs it now. So I no let way. someone else Girl. run it. Oh, yeah, of course. It's you. a female focused brand. So I, I did not feel right running it. So I hired an experienced CEO wow. and she's like ex Amazon, ex Walmart. Really? Yeah. Our, our, even our warehouse team is mostly women. She does, but she's not good, but We're she trying loves to get it. More CEOs and executive women. I'm sure she'd be into it. Yeah. Um, and then I run a full service product development and manufacturing business. Cool. So I have this office and I have an office in China. Right on. So I have 60 team members that help design, engineer, manufacture, and manage manufacturing for, I think we have like 90 clients now. That's awesome. Yeah. Jen, tell me a little bit about that. That's so Sweet is that, make stuff. How long have you been doing this? Uh, 10 years. You love it? Yeah. It's chaotic. Yeah. yeah. It fits you perfectly. I can tell. Yeah. I don't really know you, but I can tell by your office. <laughs> I'm very ADHD. No, it's me. I, I, I mean it? that. Push the little tab. He showed me. He just go like this. Yeah, it's hard. But but I chose to oh. make it slim, then make it fat and do a little button, you Nobody know? Nobody wants something no. like that. Yeah, no. so I made it thin and like, you know, so it's a little harder to close, but it's like, yeah, but people don't want something no, once thick you, in their pocket. Once you know how to do it one time, you yeah. never exactly. forget. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, like... I'm glad you really, said that because that's, that's been my argument this whole time. Yeah. So thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, and, and I like this little... I'm really obsessed with magnets. Mm-hmm. Like that whole... Yeah, me too. This is great. Designers thank love you magnets. Thank so much for this because I've been waiting. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Enjoy. we should do something Smart with little you guys. Device. We'd love to. You know, we don't yeah. have any, you know, desire to make. <laughs> yeah. But you're making great apparel. No, we are. We're, I can't tell you how many people are like, I love their shit. Oh, that's, that's nice. They do. Nice. Yeah. Gosh, that means so yeah. much. We're having a lot of fun. I mean, I think for us, like, we've really been trying to kind of stay on... Um, like the preppy golf vibe is fun, right? Sure, like yeah. you look at kind of some of these designs and it's like, how do, how do we keep that fun element of golf, but then bring in some of our own kind of modern yeah. vintage, like, you know, flair yeah. into it all. And I think we've done a really good job with it. And definitely between like kind of me and you and Taylor in the beginning, kind of just conceptually putting things together and then incorporating Mikel, our designer, um, we're so excited for what is to come. Mm-hmm. You know, our fall line is going to be so great. Spring of next year is looking incredible. So, so you're doing two lines a year. Yeah. Wow. And the fall is like half, half of the amount. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like for spring, we did like 30 SKUs. And then for wow. fall though, we did 40. That's a lot of SKUs. I know, and all lot. the sizes. Well, and we did it right. intentionally. And our size runs are huge extra yeah, small that's to double so X. challenging to manage it's inc- thank you it's incredibly like, that's why i've been afraid to do apparel yeah yeah it's you should be challenging you should be very afraid <laughs> I have I actually, no chance am i going to touch what I, you guys are doing i think no. apparel gets tricky i think it's that very tricky if you don't have the right strategy or like like just kind of this you know overall like plan like long long-term plan mm-hmm. it's like like we have a very long-term plan where, you know, we really want to expand into other countries and you mm-hmm. know, possibly do some licensing stuff and that. Sure. But if we didn't have that and I was like, you know, I just want to do an Etsy store or, you know, like yeah. it takes so much. I don't think people really understand. I mean, I let my kids fail a lot because yeah. um, <laughs> I want them to understand how hard it is. But like my son was like, oh, Amazon store. Everyone's like doing an Amazon store. This is my 18 year old son. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, we got like these boxes from like China on the doorstep. I'm like, oh, here he goes. You know, and 
and give him like I got a like a you know t-shirt press and then like give him like you know it was like 30 days later I'm like how's it going he's like just there's this isn't this is hard I was like yeah it is hard because you don't know where there's where you're gonna put the stuff mm-hmm. like there's so you know, many and you know like tags and packaging it's just like I don't know. It's, there's just a lot of different. But variables. you don't you don't really learn it unless you're in it. You can't yeah. possibly learn all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you could read about it, but unless you're in it doing it, it's just that's the best way to learn. Mm-hmm. Which is what I love about Charlie. He's yeah. Jen's son. He's just like he'll just go in and do it. Yeah. So yeah, I like, like to build the plane on the way down. <laughs> yeah. Which is how you is live. what I like to say. Oh yeah, build a plane on the way down. Uh, yeah, as you fall. Yeah. Yeah. And that's then you so kind true. of piece it together and then hopefully you don't, you know. Yeah, that's totally <laughs> like true. That. Yeah, that's that's yeah. something smart. Mostly, yeah. mostly if you're going to be in product development or design anything, like I was just telling you on the way here, like <laughs> like just managing creative humans is real fun. Mm-hmm. Um, because <laughs> like everybody's just, there's so many highs and lows and, and you know, not everybody's, design is going to be loved and they're, and they love it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's their piece of art and it's their passion. And yeah, it's hard to tell someone their baby's ugly. Yeah. 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 Right. I have to but do like, it all the time though. Like maybe when your it's baby tough. gets a little older, gets a little yeah, chubby. Like maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After they've, <laughs> what, did, what did you say? After they get a little older, what? And chubbier. <laughs> Grow into oh. their body. Okay. Like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Until you have like 10,000 <laughs> units sitting in a warehouse that won't sell. Right. So you'd rather I learn know. about the baby as soon as they pop out. Just no, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But it's like, I don't Back know. I love board. our team though, because like. We have the best team. They'll come and they'll say, um you know, okay, maybe I was being a little ornery about that design, a little touchy about that. You know, I went and spoke to so-and-so like, uh, Mike sent me like a video the other day, you know, like on the DMs, like it was a video of like Steve Jobs. And he was saying like, no matter what, I'm sure you saw that, Mm -hmm. right? No matter what, like if you have a good internal team, like your product is like, it doesn't matter what the bottom line is because your bottom line will end up good. Mm-hmm. Because you have this amazing team, yeah. and amazing things. Agreed. You know, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That really, I was like, I needed That's that. So That's so true. Because, yeah. yeah. And we've been very intentional about who we have brought into our team. Like, we have so many people reaching out. Mm-hmm. People love this game, and people want to be a part of the industry. And it's the golf industry is maybe the coolest industry to be a part of I agree. because it is like, Everyone knows each other. It's such a cool atmosphere. So we have so many people reaching out to us all the time, wanting to work for us. And we have just been incredibly picky about the energy people have and what they'll add to the rest of the energy that we've already created. And um, that's one thing that I am so proud of that we can look at our team and be like, every single person here adds so much to not only like what we're doing, but to each other. And mm. that camaraderie has been so beautiful to watch. Yeah. You have to make sure everybody passes the vibe check. Totally. It's totally it's crucial. Yeah. Culture is like one of the yeah. biggest parts about this, the, like this company. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's especially it's so challenging important. in uh, China. Let me mute my phone. In, um, in China, because <laughs> the culture there is so different. And I don't want that company to be like that side of my business who ran like a Chinese company mm-hmm. culturally, right? Because yeah. it's very like 
dictatorship style. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the time when I'm over there and working with my team members over there, I, I train them to like, like speak about your feelings. Oh, you're having a hard time. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Don't be afraid to talk about That's it. That's so nice. Which you is what happens. They probably really appreciate that. Oh, I've had very good retention. Like most people in like Chinese companies, they have turnover like wow. crazy. But over there, it's been, we we rarely have people leave. And it's because of like, you know, like last year I was messaging them and I do like my rounds where I talk to each one of them individually over time and just like, Hey, how's it going? What's been going on? What are your challenges? And a couple of them mentioned like, Oh, our office is kind of small. You know, it's like, Oh, there's, there's stuff everywhere. Cause it's like a prototype. There's mm-hmm. like, or there's product everywhere. There's samples. There's a, you know, I'm sure you know what Living it looks like, well, yeah. right. Yeah. There's just stuff everywhere. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem. So it's like, okay, find a new building. Let's find a new spot that's bigger. Let's expand and grow space and stuff. And when I went to visit last time, I didn't realize how impactful that was for the people that oh, yeah. like had their areas, they had space, they had storage wow. that was out of the way. That's, that's so and cool. like everybody was thanking me for, Good for it. You. And, yeah. and that was just such a, a such an easy, tiny little thing, but no one was like, everybody would be afraid to speak about it. Yeah. So it's like crucial. That's well, cool. If you look at your business, like a people business versus a product business, it will change how you scale your business. That's so true. I mean, sure. The product's important. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But if the, the, the culture, the team, the team, that you build and how you treat them and how you scale them and, you know, educate them and, you know, shape things, right. is important. But also for you, you all built like a huge community. Yeah. So talk about the community that you built because you go to these events all over the country and in Canada and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's part of it too, right? That's a big part of it. I mean, Michelle is kind of, you know, Michelle had already been building, I mean, a full community. I mean, Michelle already had a big fanship, like how did you get popular? Well, when I, I was on the bachelor, a few of the bachelor shows, but by the time a few of them, well, I, okay. So I was on the bachelor. I know. know Okay. So I was on the bachelor and then I was on bachelor pad, but then when bachelor, and then I did bachelor in paradise, but when bachelor in paradise was airing, that's kind of when Instagram took off. Okay. And so like the timing 11 or so. Yeah. 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 Okay. So like the timing, well, no, I don't know. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So then, um, so the timing of all that was like, I didn't really have to work for it. It was just like, it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, people she, love she, the show. People love it. Well, and it's like, yeah. So, um, but then I built a community called the the Money Method, mm-hmm. where I um, helped women with their confidence and I helped teach them how to like master their money look with their makeup, because I had so many people asking me about my confidence, where that stemmed from, and then so many people asked me about my makeup. So I turned it into like one course that was combined, mm-hmm. and it just kind of blew up, and it was one of the most incredible things I've ever done. So, um. I had built a very intentional community within this, you know, kind of the the social media world that really um, taught me a lot about the importance of authenticity, the importance of, you know, um, community and being real and honest and um, having integrity in everything you do. And so that was this incredible group that still, you know, exists obviously to this day, but um, it taught me a lot about, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and then starting a brand, it's like, you know, you realize how important the community part of, 
of that is. Yeah. And so, and Jen has done the same thing with her brand. She built a huge community with Color by Amber. Yeah, and what did you do before? Yeah, so I, well, like I've just been, I started, that's how we met. I was her fashion stylist. Okay. And so, um, yeah, I did a lot of things with fashion and clothing, wardrobe on movie sets and commercials cool. and then went into retail, started my own company. Anyways. So you had a lot of operational experience. Yeah. And then I actually took a job down the street. Um, it was like my first, after I sold my two first storefronts, I had one downtown and then one in South Jordan. And then my boys were just like really busy. So I'm like, okay, I got to sell this. And <clears throat> But um, I was still kind of the breadwinner of the home. So mm-hmm. I um, got a, a consulting job and it was actually just down the street. But yeah, it turned into like, more product development and sales. And so, and then it was corporate. So, but it was still a startup stage. So it was kind of fun. Anyways, so I started doing that and that lasted for like 13 years and learned a ton. And I built a community through that as well. Um, Like basically going around Canada and the US and teaching women how to like style and sell jewelry. Basically, I was just like, okay. Yeah. So So anyways. Good mix of experience. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then powers combined. When did that happen? Yeah. Powers combined. Powers combined. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like the, the power show, of course, was like, you know, doing her thing. And like, I always like would like text her, say hello. We'd do birthdays, phone yeah. calls, like that type of thing. But it wasn't like I was really busy and she was really busy. And then um, I was <clears throat> doing after 2020, I had a company called the Gift Box, an online subscription company in jewelry. Um, and like I had just started it a year before that. And so the first thing people did was like cancel like unwanted like necessity things, which would oh, be yeah. like your subscription, mm-hmm. which I love subscription models, but anyways, it doesn't matter. So I started taking on side jobs and um, like consulting and I took on this app and <clears throat> uh, was building this app thing with this BYU student. And anyways, I, long story short, something with business and the golf uh, day. I will just leave it at that. Um, and I think you should talk about that. Well, yeah, no, I, I was just like, why didn't I get a part, be a part of this conversation? And, oh, they did. They, they mm-hmm. golfed and left you out of it. Yeah. And you were, were you golfing it? Were you starting to golf? No, no. Oh, that I drove had, you to want to golf? Huh? Did that like drive you to want to golf? 100%. Then? Yeah. When that stuff happens, That's I'm fair. like very driven by yeah. like, kind of like, I'll just learn anything. Like you just, you know, and it's like, don't leave me off a conversation and say you have to golf. Like I grew up with all boys. Like I raised a lot of boys and like, I can play with the boys. Like I don't need to be left off a conversation. Anyways, I knew Michelle was dating Mike. And so I was like, Michelle, (laughs) I am not going through this again. Like, let's go learn how to golf. And she's like, yeah, babe. So that's how we started golfing. I interviewed a woman on uh, Friday. And she is Korean and she is like a champion golfer. Really? And she said that she used to like play, um, she would go to China a lot and she used to play like dumb and go to the golf course with like the Lao Bans and the bosses yeah. and just whoop their asses. Oh, that's so, that's and like then, what every girl's dream. And then get them to negotiate their pricing and stuff. And oh, she's that would been, be yeah. so epic. Dang it. I got to learn how to I thought golf it was awesome. You know? No, most of us are terrible. I'm terrible at golf. Oh, yeah. yeah you're you, not. You totally take money from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard game, man. It's so hard. It's a hard yeah. game. I know. It's like we started learning. And like, right, because everyone's always like, 
like we show up with these branded bags and we have these cute clothes and everything. So we're like these legit players. And I'm like, mm-hmm. please do not be fooled by this. Do not be fooled. Like we might have the good gear. We might but, look really good. Yeah, but we, I I, we're not hitting though. the ball really good. That's but, part of golf too, feeling 100%. good walking to the course in the morning. And yeah. that's, that's exactly true. what we, what drives us is mm-hmm. we know that as women, when we show up anywhere to any space, feeling confident mm-hmm. in our outfit, in our, the way we look in our, you know, we will light up the whole room. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with golf. When you feel confident in your outfit, you play better golf, you have a better experience, you feel like it's just a, a feeling. And we mm-hmm. know with our background and what we've both done um, individually, how important that element of, of, um, like being a woman is. yeah, And so that's what we love to offer to our audience is the ability to like step onto the golf course and feel confident and sexy and hip and like in style so that you can go and just have a good time. Yeah. I, I'm so my wife went to your first event at Thanksgiving point. Yeah. Was that your first event then? Yeah. yeah. That was like the launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She still wears her sweatpants and her sweatshirt all the time. Oh my gosh. I love it. We need to upgrade her. We need to upgrade her. Like it's, it's, you know, it looks yeah. like good material and it's like washed well over time yeah. and it's, she, good. she's comfy in it. Um, so she was just getting like I, I I started golfing like I golfed as a kid a little bit and then I started golfing again during COVID as like a lot of people did yeah right yeah. and you know she had heard about the event and I was like you should go like why not oh, just go nice. check it out like you want to go you might as well you know going with me might not be as fun versus going to meet exactly. people that are also not- trying to learn to golf for the first yeah. time yeah. you know so I brought her there and I hung out and went to the range and waited no way and then the rain came and I think it was like Gosh, chaos. It the worst. It was, it was like a bummer but first event ever and there's yeah. a freaking first time tornado it was it a was nasty insane. storm it was nasty like, oh yeah we had to go back to Thanksgiving point the next day and like pick up cushions and pillows yeah. that were like all the way down it was but like how so much money she, on she loved it though she like yeah, everyone had she such was a very good excited time. about it and then she, we went and played golf like soon after that so she like oh, inspired I love that. you know and then but before that the most in, the, the biggest thing was like she wanted to find a cute golf outfit yeah. and that was and that was like gave I think that gave her the confidence too where yeah. she yeah. was like okay I love I love this shirt yeah. I got a nice skirt I picked out some sweet golf shoes mm-hmm. yeah like I'm gonna go do this girls like that I mean it's yeah. such a fun part of it you know it doesn't matter I mean I feel like guys like that too oh, I, yeah, you know? definitely, yeah. Like, definitely I think it's just yeah. part of the experience, part of the experience but I think that women have never really even had the chance to understand like what that really even means like mm-hmm. it's almost like that's what we were like always talking about it's just like the transparency like if if women could just come to the golf course even if they said, you know what? I never want to play golf. That's fair. That's fine. Like we're all for you. That's why our mm-hmm. tagline is golfing is optional. So it's golfing optional. But it's because we like really wanted to just get women to come out and just see what it was all about. They didn't have to golf. There's no pressure. They could come and have a beverage and like a snack. Driving the golf cart is like it's fun. one of the biggest appeals because yeah. like a lot of women say, let me just drive the cart and refill your drinks. Yeah. You know, it's like, please come. Or two, right? Yeah. yeah. You know what transfusions are? Yeah. yeah. My favorite. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And that's why we're like, fair enough. Like, let's just make this for every single, but for all, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
for every single person, whether you want to become a good player now or you, or not, right? Because everybody's stage of life is different, mm-hmm. you know, but seeing that like some of the best advice from these women we go like, yeah. play with, like those Florida women. Oh yeah, they were so we great. We invited to a lot of tournaments and these women were like, I don't know, what would you say? Like they were like, 70? like some of them were like 65. early 70s and a lot of them I would say is like mid 60s. Yeah. And they were so cool. And they were like, the one thing I would say to your you know, younger community would be like, don't wait, start mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Because you, know, you always regret not starting mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. Because right? once you start, you see why people are so passionate about it. Yeah. It's such a fun sport. So yeah. all, you, all you need is like one good shot per day. <laughs> That's and it. Then, and then it's like, all right, I'm good. I'll be and there tomorrow. And then you're tomorrow. like, wait, how did I do that? Yeah. And then and you're like, yeah. The problem I think too, is like most women have been, um, that haven't been introduced to the game at all have such a like skewed vision, like vision mm-hmm. of what that is. And, you know, yeah, our tagline is golfing optional, but we're pretty confident that once we get you to one of our events and at least like, you'll see how much fun it actually is. Like the intimidation factor just, and I think that was one of the biggest things for me is I've always seen Mike play golf. Mm-hmm. I've just kind of, and gone to, these professional tournaments and you see these golfers who are amazing and they make it look so easy, Yeah, you know, and then I'll never forget. I went and, um, watched one of the pro-ams that he was playing in and I could not believe how bad these guys were. <laughs> like it, it blew my mind. Cause in my head, I was like, why are these guys like, I mean, they were terrible golfers, mm-hmm. really bad, but they were yeah. still playing, but it was so, it was so refreshing for me. Yeah. Cause it was like, Oh, that was, you know, what? that that is not how golf this, like what we see on TV leaves a pressure. The percentage of people who play that well is so small. And so to understand that the majority of people playing golf are really not good, Mm -hmm. just takes a whole lot of pressure off of us. And so that's what actually got me even interested in playing Mm -hmm. because the few times I dabbled in it, I was like, this is, I'm not good at this. So, Mm -hmm. um, And that's what we're kind of trying to help women understand is that, you know, it's not about like playing a perfect game. Mm -hmm. It's just getting out there and trying and um, learning something along the way and Mm -hmm. just enjoying like your friends and your family and being outside. There's so many elements to it. Yeah, You don't really remember the scores as much as like the time spent in the cart. We were just talking about this the other day. We were like, remember that summer, it was summer night. It was last year we were playing at Hidden Valley and that song was playing and it was like the yeah. sun was going down the and vibes. I'll never yeah. forget it. It was like that's great moments like I that. Agree. that yeah. And we probably, I don't even know how we played that day. I, we don't even remember what yeah, the score was. We yeah. had so much fun. But we did some deep lunges. We did deep lunges. And like You're right. some great content. Yeah, okay. we videoed ourselves sunset. being kind of ridiculous. But yeah. I probably watched some and liked it, I'm sure. You yeah. probably did. Thanks for being a big supporter, by the way. Yeah, I love it. Say, like, Great so content. Nice. Yeah. yeah, you've been yeah. Thank you. cool. Like, That's so nice. I feel like we like met you in the beginning and you've just been like really supportive. And I think I like- I follow and support a lot of brands because I know how hard it is. It is thank so you. Hard. It's so hard. It's, it's so, so hard. hard. You know, but when you see that everybody grinding it out, there's no option but to like yeah, support. Yeah, it's so true. It's so And if they're not supporting, then- and that's how yeah, we feel. It's how we feel, anyways. Exactly, and that's yeah. how we feel about other women in the industry doing mm-hmm. apparel, right? Mm-hmm. Like there is plenty of room for all yeah. of us. And there's so many different styles totally. and directions they can take it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of like really techy stuff, and yeah. there's like you know more casual stuff. There's like yeah. more like you know very like 
I don't know, Southern-esque, like florals and like just mm. yeah. like in a different type of way, right? Like yeah. really like girly. And then there's, yeah, like those, you know, like more like, I always say like, reminds me of like driving a race car mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, like very, I don't know. Techie. Sporty. Techie, yeah, yeah, sporty. And so it's like, like titleist like, stuff. Yeah. Right? I feel like it's very yeah. sporty. Yeah. yeah. And there's like, you know, and then like, you know, you got like the bad birdie or whatever. And they've yeah. always had like the bright prints or whatever. You know, everybody yeah. has their own thing. And like Michelle said, like it is more about like collaboration over competition. Mm-hmm. And that's how I've always thought, oh, that's how you get going, you know, like mm-hmm. really truly. And if people aren't going to be in your circle, Michelle and I are like, Okay. Yeah, they, they're good. Yeah, Let it's them like, go. no, yeah, yeah no biggie. Really that left my best. circle, and I'm okay with it. Yeah. When we play with new golfers, like I like, we'll try to intentionally not play well because mm-hmm. it takes so. I I know I do because I like what it did for me. It, it like totally opened up my world to mm-hmm. see like oh people aren't playing this game like my queer plays this game, Yeah, you know? So it's like, now like I intentionally (laughs) try to like, like help people feel more at ease, you know, but that's, it is powerful. And for, I don't know why this is with women. I think that we tend to like overthink things and we have a certain way that we like to show up and we have to like know all the things. And Jen's unique. She's not really like that. No, in a really good (laughs) No, that's great. Like, no, I'm, what is that it's mean? why no, it's why you're you so amazing. You no, it's it, literally right? why she's it's so great. successful. Yeah. It's yeah. why she's so successful. Yeah. But like she will that's just great. get out there and do it. So she's she doesn't understand, but oh. <laughs> like there's so many women who are just like I, like I don't want to mess up. I don't mm-hmm. want to make a fool of myself. And it's like, no, you well, gotta let that go. Dudes are the same way though. Are they? Oh, but they, maybe they, just they don't talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, vulnerable. that's probably true, huh? That's yeah, true. so they'll keep it to themselves and they just won't go. That's true. Yeah. Interesting. Or they won't go with that like person or that group or whatever. Yeah. Back to the product stuff. Because I know... Um, because I could talk about emotional health and or mental health all I know, day. Totally. Yeah. I, I am curious about the thing that I don't have to deal with is sizing mm-hmm. and fit. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Oh, do you have like a, a like a bunch of people that you test fit on and then you just send prototypes to and like yeah. uh-huh. where is it tight? Yeah. Where is it loose? No. I think that How does it feel when it rubs against your inner uh, thighs or actually, whatever, you know right? So funny are, is we did not do we we <clears throat> we had like grading, like we had our grading, right? It was like based off of like a, we started with a small body size, mm-hmm. you know. Like I would try, I'm like a medium. So like I would try it on or whatever, but we never got past our XL, but we were very passionate about having, um, not only XL, but, um, XXL. Mm -hmm. So, um, that has never really, like, in fact, we got pushed back from our retailers a ton. Like they were just like, no, no, no. And we're like, just please try it because if we really want to grow this game, we got to make it more accessible for people. Right. And so, um, (laughs) but luckily, luckily we kind of hit the mark in the sense of there were some women who were an XXL and we didn't try it on them, but they, you know, saw us, went to a a store down in, you know, uh, Arizona, did a full on reel. Like it could have ended up bad for us, but it's only ended up really And it was comfortable and it fit well. Yeah. They were like saying like with their shit, like, um, they're like chafing has not, it's it's been an issue for them. Mm -hmm. And they're like, 
not with your shorties because mm-hmm. like they have little grippies on the backside mm-hmm. and um, they're like, they stay down. So we don't, the chafing is like less. So they don't like ride up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. they say they're super comfortable, but they're not too tight where like sometimes the, they said like the grippies um, can be like, you know, on the last, it can be too tight mm-hmm. on their legs. Yep. So they're like, it's a perfect balance. And I'm like, oh, we, that I have to say, there's always like, you know, yeah. they say in golf too, there's always a little bit of luck. Mm-hmm. whoever you say that to you, I mean, I, cause there's like, that could be a whole nother discussion. No, I agree. But, but in that sense, like I'm going to be t- fully transparent. Like that's really how it worked out for us. You got we lucky. We were passionate about mm-hmm. yeah. growing the size runs for these women and making it accessible in yeah. mass retail stores across the nation. Mm-hmm. And we just got lucky enough to be able to do that. And I actually think that probably had good energy on our side or something with that, because mm-hmm. the fact that we were taking that risk, and add all the pushback that we were getting from our yeah. head buyers and these people that we really had no long-term relationship with. We had just met and yeah. we're like, trust us. And they're like, why? And we're like, well, because we want you to. Well, think yeah. about the... Because <laughs> we're cute. Because I've always like fluctuated with my weight. And I hate shopping because of it, I feel yeah, like. Yeah. Where it's like you try something on and it fits and then like you change... You know, like my cortisol levels increase and my body changes a little bit yeah. and then that doesn't fit anymore. And then I'm yeah. like, and then I go to a store and I try stuff on and it doesn't fit well. And I'm discouraged to go back to that store yeah. or I'm discouraged because of those brands and I don't like those brands anymore. Yeah. So if you, if for all's the brand that they go to the store and they find something that works for them, they'll forever be loyal. Yeah. And if that's they, true. the retailers aren't letting you have that opportunity yeah. available for your customers, yeah. then they, they are. We fought really, we fought for it. That's and great. I and mean, they were, that's so that's like valuable and and I feel like that's something that's even marketable. Yeah, I mean a lot of for times for their stores. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Cuz these big retailers, I mean, they have people pounding at their doors, so it's not like something that you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like but we basically were like, look, like try these size runs. Like if they have to have like a full size run pack, like they mm-hmm. have to buy it in the pack. Mm-hmm. And they really didn't have to. We just were like basically begging them to because like with my product background, I felt like that was easier to bring in these pre-packs. Yeah. Right? As a retailer. It was better for SKU management and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so not only did it actually help um, kind of get, and, and we still are kind of in that like, you know, zone where we're testing out the market with the sizing. Obviously, it's not going to be like tomorrow that everybody who's XL or XXL or like, mm-hmm. they're going to know. Right? Mm-hmm. So, we have to keep pushing that, but that's why we're like, look, give us some runway to allow us to push these size, these different sizes and just see. Right. And so, um, you know, <laughs> it worked out, it worked out. For so then how have the reorders been then for them? So yeah, that's a whole nother story. Yeah, I didn't think we were going to run out so fast. That's fantastic. I know yeah. it's a good thing to have, <laughs> but now I'm like, we were just talking about it. They're like these bronze, like our bronze and pants, is like our number one seller. Okay. Okay. And it's, I don't think. Are they up there? No, no. it's like checkered. Your pull up their product pants. page. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, so it's our, it's our yeah, fabric right there. we call for all, yeah. or excuse me, for flow. Yeah. Right there. So is that the, so the, oh. Yeah. So here they, they all are. have the checkered pattern they're, or you have. They're at a $99 price point. So $99.99, which is like right under a hundred. It's like a very sweet yeah. spot. The thing that they're loving, I believe, the most is instantly they love the checkered, right? Like, yeah. it's not like we invented checkered, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, but 
it's the way that the fabric feels when you put them on that I believe is a combination. I think that the design is there. We nailed it on that. I think the price point nailed it on that. I also think that when they get them, they're like, wait a minute. They tell all their friends because yeah. they put them on. They're posting. They're posting on them on a deck drinking coffee in the morning. They're posting them as they're hitting out of a stand. In Disneyland, they're posting, posting them in Hawaii. <laughs> they're Hawaii. Hawaii. We have so That's many people. Like, so it's like a yeah. very versatile pant that is incredibly comfortable, but yet they feel like they can go golf in them too yeah. as well. And they have our branding ribbon down the side. And that's another thing we wanted to do with our product. It's actually Michelle's idea. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was incredibly brilliant. And it's just like a mark that all of our pieces will have. So like, no matter who's wearing what, like... Am I wearing a sample? Oh, no, it's right here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You'll find this little little branding Mm -hmm. mark on all of our pieces, even Mm -hmm. our like down to our like socks. Yeah. Yeah. I I like golf apparel that is, I go comfort over like looks mostly. (laughs) Yeah. Where I have like swimming trunks that look like khakis. Okay. And I like wear those. That's cute. Because like the waist is elastic and it's like comfortable. Yeah. I love that. That's how I roll. I think it's the way to go. There is nothing worse than being uncomfortable. I look at pro golfers and what they're wearing. I'm like, how the hell are you wearing that? Yeah. Wearing like khakis. Yeah, you I know. know. Can you like bend over and pick up your tee? Yeah. yeah. We're actually going to develop a men's line. Oh, I'll wear it. So I'd love to get your feedback. Yeah, yeah. you should come yeah. play another product about you and Austin. Yeah, I'd I know. Love to. Come and, you know. You've met with, uh, you met with Eric Henders Lang, right? Yeah, why do I know that name? You met him at the PGA show. Oh, yeah. You had dinner with him. <laughs> yeah. The random golf club guy. <laughs> You had a crush on them? Let's not air that part. <laughs> Wait, who? I'm an investor in them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's Eric. Oh, Eric? Oh. Yeah. I like it, the vibe they put off. They put like really comfortable, chill apparel yeah. and looks and stuff. Yeah. You know? I, you know, I know that they were like, yeah, they down like in the whole, yeah, apparel stuff and, mm-hmm. uh, but their community is like super dialed in. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's, a, yeah, that's a cool brand and. Austin's the one who told me about it and mm. I went and watched them. Yeah. They've really done a great job at really cultivating like all the addicts yeah. <laughs> together yeah, in one they spot, have. right? Well, it's a good variety of different types of people too. It's not like all the, you know, normal golfers. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be considered a normal golfer. I was like a little punk boy growing up. Really? So I didn't fit in with golfers. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. <laughs> yeah. I was like a hippie on the beach that went to school. <laughs> yeah. In 501 jeans. But it's it's changing. It's evolving. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know? No, it really is. And I think that that's the coolest part about it. And the more we keep all like, you know, showcasing the our experiences and how we can like just be the regular, you know, businesswoman, mom, you know, whoever. It doesn't matter. All walks of life. It can be like, you know, my daughter's playing. She's 16 all the way up to these women that we're playing with in Florida. Yeah. It's. It really does bring people together, brings families together. It brings relationships together. What catastrophes have you dealt with? (sighs) Well, I mean, like, yeah, you get a whole batch of product that's bad. Uh Yeah. Yeah. What happened? What's what's like the biggest learning lesson that's happened so so, far? Well, this is one of them. This is the biggest, the biggest catastrophe, I think. 
to date. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. But we had... um, There's always more. (laughs) We had just kind of signed our partnership with Worldwide Golf and Mm -hmm. we really wanted to put out like a holiday collection. Our sweats like that your wife bought like just sold out. We couldn't keep them in stock. So we're like, we really want to do our own like cut and sew like where we pick the fabric, we pick it all out and and design like a sweatsuit. Mm -hmm. And so you know, we'd put so much thought into it all and like taking kind of the elements that we knew people loved and put it into this design and we had it tucked out and we had the fabric and all these, you know, and so, um, we were planning on doing two colors and, um, when we went to go pick up the product, we'd ha- we happened to have been in LA. Yeah. We were at like at some a, event, an event and they had taken forever to get product. And we finally were like, well, can we just come get it? Anyway, they ended up doing four colors and... Oh, it was five. Oh, it was five. Yeah. It yeah. was five colors. Because we were wanting green and cream, which is like our kind yeah. of face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they did every Pantone yeah. in our branding. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> yeah, Pantone. and we were just like mortified because we just signed on with our business partners and like... And then the sizing mm-hmm. was just... Was this with a Chinese supplier? No, no this, this was in Los Angeles. We're like, okay. you know what? We'll do a launch, a holiday launch. We'll be like made in LA, LA. Mm-hmm. all this stuff. And this guy was a clown. He was a circus clown mm-hmm. <laughs> that posed as a manufacturer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you, you cannot make this stuff up. You're just like, yeah. the way he tried to like skirt around his oh, problem like the way he messed man. up and he was and yeah the pricing was wrong everything was wrong like no, the fabric the fabric was no, totally the, yeah, on. the fabric was wrong too the like ter- actually we did a terry cloth yeah mm. no we didn't do a terry yeah yeah we did a blend of some sort or something like that but, but all i know but, is that it was wrong it was wrong everything about it it came like a fleece so was you wrong. to get this and then what uh, happened and and you're, and you're waiting this, to deliver to yeah. the, and I'm like, the, why the, are there the so buyer. Many colors? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, why are there so many colors? And did you, like, you submitted a PO? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And the PO we had, had two paid. colors and sizes all color or counted Yeah, down. and the way that he had explained, like, it was just, again, a circus clown. You're dealing with, like, <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. He just wanted to get creative so on your bad. PO. No. So bad. <laughs> no, and the best part was, like, him just trying to be like, no, no. No, you told me. You told me. Yeah, this me. is what you told us. I mean, like. Like literally and, and, and hours. Like, Mary's like, no, this fabric is better. This is oh, a yeah. better He's fabric. Trying to tell us and you're like, better fabric. No, no, this isn't the fabric we wanted, but yeah. this is better. This fabric's better. And then he made it based <laughs> off of like men, like it was like a men's jogger. Yeah. And so all of our measurements were wrong. So the fabric was wrong. The colors were wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the length were missing like uh, labels. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like our four all labels. That's not in there. Um, also, yeah. And then just like, yeah, like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. I mean, and it, we kept telling ourselves like this could, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. Like it could have been like With, not our Pantone colors. Or, At least they were like, we kept trying to tell ourselves yeah, like, positive, which is true. But, um, we learned a lot and you know, that is like to Jen's point earlier, like you, that is how you learn is through failure. And mm-hmm. we were so grateful to have learned those lessons, like with like a smaller order mm-hmm. <laughs> before True. these like big yeah. POs that we were putting totally. in. And, and, in, and even then, like, for example, there's some of our pieces that we launched for spring that 
I don't think we got the sizing right. Like, mm-hmm. I think we sized it too big. Yeah. You know, like some of our skirts, I think we needed to, we need to size them down like a true extra small wasn't really fitting like a true extra small. And, um, you know, this, these are the things we're learning from the f- feedback um, we're getting. And just, yeah, I mean, I do think like speaking to like, you know, the double extra large, you know, that range, like large, double extra large, I do think we should be using a fit model mm-hmm. who is that size. I think we can do a better job. Or should you use many uh, fit models, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like if, different. You, with your community, I'm totally. sure you can get together like a hundred people that are all different size and spectrums. Well, and, and when then, I say fit model, a yeah. fit model, like, you know, like when you, you're actually sizing to that person, sure. like they come yeah. to... Like, and that's your starting point. And that's, mm-hmm. yeah, this, we're yeah. basing the whole sizing thing. Yeah. Because I think we've done a good job with like our same. models. So then what happened with these but, pants and stuff? But, <laughs> and we just, we, we just. You accepted them? Well, we oh. made a few changes, but then, yeah, yeah for the most no part, choice. we had to just like, yeah. So you accepted them, you sold through yeah. them? And it, they. Okay. Yeah. So Honestly, you didn't, you didn't lose a bunch of and money? nobody else would know. Sure. You know, they were the things that but like... It was your foot. It was your first foot in the door know. with this and it bugged you. Yeah. yeah. yeah were I, they upset? Was the retailer upset or were no, they... No, it no worked they out. didn't really know much they about it. They didn't really I mean, know either. That's awesome. I was like, super great. transparent. But. We did put his face on a um, dartboard okay. in our office. Yeah. And yeah. just when we're mad, we just like... <laughs> so that's the best problem ever because you'll never make the mistake again. But, yeah. but in the moment, oh, I that's... Terrifying, right? It was terrifying. It was terrifying. Your stomach drops. Yeah. And you, you're hyperventilating. Uh-huh. I know that feeling. Yeah. yeah. You know. I, I like would go home and like after a big day and just go into my bathroom and sit on the floor. Yeah. And just like Cry. not move. It's like hard. I literally, I that's that what I feeling. do. It's like I go into the bath. Like that's how I deal with all of my fires every day. I'll just go home. At you like, are like, that is so, that's like so cliche, but you really are like a bathroom floor crier. Like the books and movies. Gosh. Like I've never Ooh. cried on my bathroom floor. I don't think. Well, like if you're going to cry on the floor, mom, like you go get in bed. You have to hide. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. I don't want that like sense. your mom, like, yeah. you know, I'm like the only parent in the house. They were like, I'm well, you can lock down. your bedroom door. Yeah, but everyone tries to come in. That's too obvious. Okay. It's, too, it's like, yeah. it's like you need another door to separate you. Taco Bell for lunch. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> okay. if you're in the bathroom, your kids leave you alone. For yeah. the most part. I know probably every mom's be like, not mine. But yeah. like my, mine are a bit older. And so, yeah. Stomach's bothering me. I'm yeah. going to go upstairs. Like, don't oh, bother well. me. Yeah. Like maybe mom's doing a Fair face enough. mask. We don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, you know. Bath time. <laughs> I was, I, you know what's so funny is all the time I'm like, you get your ass up. Because you need a better bathroom. That's literally <laughs> what I think about. Like I have no tile. I have this like old, like it's like, and it sounds so horrible, but my house is only like 22 years old, but like my trim's falling off in the bathroom. The bathroom is like something I, I haven't ever updated. And so I always think that I'll be like laying down. I'm like, this is the ugliest linoleum. How do you spell it? Or how do you say it? Linoleum. Or, linoleum. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this so is that's so ugly. Your mo- that's your motivation. That's my motivation. I like it. Yeah. Like great. if I'm crying, you know, yeah. and I'm upset, I'm like. Who has chances like this? Get your mm-hmm. ass up. Like, you gotta have <laughs> a like master it. bathroom one day. Like a separate tub, you know? There you go. Yeah. yeah like That's a soaking tub. It. You're yeah. well on your way. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be green. Yeah. yeah. With gold feet. Yeah. Like a little like checkered bathroom tile. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> so so then what's uh what's next for for all? 
It's a good Are there question. Any, like, you know, secret teasers you can tease out. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have um, partnerships coming up. Some really cool collaborations that we're doing. We have really cool um, partners that we are like launching a golf club with cool. some big um, uh, like influencers and golfers. Um, we are going to be at the President's Cup in mm-hmm. 2024. Cool. We all will be. Um, We're making a lot of stuff for the President's Cup. So everybody come. Yeah. Get your tickets. Montreal. <laughs> yeah, we're really excited about a that. Lot in Canada. Yeah, that's why yeah. we'll that's be cool. doing like some, you know, men's stuff. Yeah, we're going to launch a little small men's line for so make, make some comfy shorts. Yeah, I know. I you like have it. to get your, we'll pick your brain about yeah, that. Yeah, like, like a chill, yeah. comfy short yeah, man. that yeah. has good pockets that your yeah. stuff doesn't fall out when you're sitting in the golf cart. Yeah, dude. Oh, okay. Do you know Ghost Golf? Yeah. Yeah. We're doing a really cool Their club towels. with them in August. Cool. So, and then, um, do you know Pinned? Pinned? Uh, range Finder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't you already do that? No, I haven't. We haven't launched it. Well, I saw your video of I you know. using we them. You're testing them. Yeah. 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 We were testing them, seeing what the, like the, the pattern and all the printing on do it. Do you like a custom design one? Yeah. It's Can really you cute. Buy, and you do like bulk deals where you wholesale it pretty much? Yeah. sell from your platform pretty much. Yeah. We're going to cool. be doing like, yeah, collaboration. And then um, our retailers will give them the option to carry it or not. That's cool. Yeah. So those are some fun ones. And then we have some really cool um, like merch tents that are, our stuff is being brought up into like for, um, what is that one we're going to? In- oh, Sanford. Uh, international. Invitational or interna- yeah, Invitational. Know. International, Sanford International. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got to get and then, yeah, we're speaking at some events. The other thing we have that's really cool, like this green jacket. Mm-hmm. When you purchase this green jacket, you become a member of okay. our green jacket club. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. we do like exclusive like events. Like we, we're going to do a green jacket dinner just party for the, yeah. just for the people who own the jacket. Okay. Um, we, have a, we have a private Instagram for them. So we give them like sneak peeks. Like they already know what some of our fall looks like. That's so smart. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also like... Um, you know, for the the dinner, you know, Michelle was talking about, we've been really like trying to be super intentional about this. Just not overthink it too much, but just make it a really fun dinner. And it's optional and we'll send out invites, mm-hmm. right? And so they'll have the opportunity to come, you know, to wherever we are. We'll probably make it like a weekend thing mm-hmm. um, or like an overnight thing. And then um, they'll have the opportunity to kind of help us uh, problem solve with some of our products, mm-hmm. um, our marketing, all that stuff, you know, kind yeah. of not act, you know, they're not a board, but kind of act as a little bit of a board. Yeah, like a founder yeah, club. Driven. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So when we yeah. see people come in those jackets, like we were just in Canada. Oh my event, gosh. It's like, and some woman walked in in it and we like, ran over to her. She looks like a boss. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, right? you're one of us. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's part of a club. Part yeah. of a club. So that's kind of fun to like wrap Mike an experience is, around right? your product. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the four all club is probably more fun. hundred percent. I, I bet way less traumatic. It's a little, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little high pressure. Everyone Who feels picks safe. the menu for the dinner. Right? I know. Well, that, we've got to think through is all that. It, I'm stuff. not allowed to pick. Do any you do menus. like a tournament or no? I don't no know. Like we might not even, I mean, we'll see. Maybe we, do like a raffle winner where the raffle winner gets to pick the, the menu. Yeah. That's a good idea. Because that's like part of the vibe, right? Yeah, totally. That's cool. Yeah. There's, there's so many 
fun things that we're excited to do. The biggest thing that we've had to really work through, though, is getting these, um, uh, like, just systems in place for yeah. continuing to design and develop and produce and distribute our mm-hmm. our products. So that's the hard part. That's now that we're part. like getting these Here's kind of operations. systems, yeah, operations has been so Here's tricky. Your director of operations. Um, his name's Jace. But you have one. Yeah, he's yeah. young. Fantastic. He's young, and he's he's, young. he's willing he managed, to learn. Has he managed hundreds of SKUs before? Uh, no, no, okay. no. Uh, but he's driven. He's tractor. really good at it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. And he can repair that. And you can also forklift like anybody, anything off of a yeah. really tall uh, warehouse. Mm-hmm. No, he's he's really smart. He's he's somebody who um, has really spent a lot of late nights figuring out. So our warehouse is just down the street here. Mm-hmm. Now we got a new warehouse. Gosh, I was really nervous about that. But um, he <laughs> really works hard at working with our like retailer SPS, our software people, then our actual um, the people that we share the warehouse with. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're they've got warehouses in Toronto, here, and in Kansas. Yeah, yeah. to eliminate all the shipping the zones yeah. and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're super great. And so mm-hmm. he's been working with them and. They've been teaching him. and Who does the ordering, though? What do you mean? Like, who's setting how many items you're ordering so you don't stock out and oh, you're not overstocked? It's basically and me. That's yeah. the hardest part, I feel like, right? Yeah, but I... You've I'm, done that at your retail yeah, store. Yeah, I've already done that. Yeah, so, that's good. But my, my goal would not to be doing this forever. Right. So that's why, hence her yeah. saying, like, process is, Got like, it. trying to take all of this in here mm-hmm. and really just divvy it out to make sure everybody kind of has this more leadership role. So that's where it's like, I always use the analogy that uh, a CEO is like an octopus yeah. and you start with eight arms mm. and you have to figure out what arm you're going to keep as you cut one off at a time as you replace yourself. That's a great So what are the arms you're cutting off right now? Gosh. Oh my gosh. Wait, Wait hold on. So like you're like an octopus. Do octopuses only have eight? Yeah. They only have eight. So think about like you have, you have like branding, you have product, Mm -hmm. you have marketing, you have sales and distribution, you have operations and inventory management, you have, you know. Yeah, basically. And you're trying. Yeah. And you can't do them all. I'd really like to cut off the marketing one. That's my next. Yeah. Yeah, That's a, that's a good one. Because Mm -hmm. like. We're working on that. Because you're traveling a bunch and Mm -hmm. that take, that's hard to work and travel. I'm exhausted. I'm still like Trips are so exhausting. I'm doing a lot. But again, Michael, I cut the arm off with the product. I did, I did really well. That's good. You know, like at first, but now Mikel and Taylor, they're just like power team. And then Mm -hmm. Austin comes in as product. Mm -hmm. That I've cut off. Mm-hmm. I think that our processes are getting refined. I mean, they have to keep oh, it growing. Always, it always takes time and yeah. it's always getting better. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think like the next would be the social media and the marketing. No, you'll never let go of social media. <laughs> I love social media because you it's my connection to the, messages, to the consumer. Right? Yeah, she's... So when I message, I just make sure it's you and it's not some random person. Yeah, Austin yeah. will be in there sometimes. And yeah. Michelle, I'll get in there. But cool. I get in there. Do you? Yeah, but I yeah. get afraid to respond to things because... You want to double communicate, I don't right? want to, yeah. yeah. But I'll go, I, I'm in there. I just don't yeah. always respond like you do. So yeah. then last last things, what um, are some takeaway field notes that you would leave for other entrepreneurs? Mm. Maybe I have one. Yeah. And Jen has just been the best example of this. And I would never really be able to like even communicate this without having like seen it and witnessed it with my own eyes. But like 
don't let perfect get in the way of good. Mm-hmm. And I've always had this tendency to like, things have to be perfect and look perfect. And like, before we can do anything. Mm-hmm. And like Jen has been so good at just pushing through, pushing through, yeah. pushing through. Like where I would never have pushed through. She's just like pushing. Failure to launch is what and happens, And that right? is one thing that has, that's the the biggest thing mm-hmm. that has really... That's hard to learn as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like... My wife was that way and I was the one that was like, Kels, it'll work. I promise yeah. you. Like, it'll, it'll be fine. Let's just get it going. Yeah. And like it'll work just, and I promise keep you. Moving. It'll, yeah. and, just yeah. keep moving. And she is like, yeah, the engine that is just head down, just focus, mm-hmm. focus, focus, going and doing all these things where my head's up here going, okay, so we got to be careful for that and we got to be careful about mm-hmm. that. And so, so we mix. really do... Because she would just stay head down all the time. And like when she comes up for air, she barely has air. She's just like, (laughs) okay. And I'm up here going like, babe, like she sets me straight. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's really great to have a co-founder who has all of the elements that like I lack and is so good at them. And it helps me to see things more clearly and to under like to understand the importance and value of not letting perfect get in the way of good. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, great. That's a good one. That would be mine. Okay. Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, obviously echo Michelle, but obviously my brain is different. So like, I think for me, it would be don't like allow yourself to get distracted by the noise of what is out there because there's so much going on like with AI and Mm -hmm. this company doing this and this company doing this. And I think as like founders, it's easy to kind of like, okay, what is, you know, G4 or Jalen or all these other people, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. I think that if you truly can set your like anchor into the ground and literally by no means like allow your mission or like why you do things to really kind of uproot and leave, you will always find an answer. Even if you're crying on your bathroom floor or you're feeling like you're letting your entire, you know, team down because maybe you didn't have the right process in at first or whatever it may be, like it will constantly bring you back. Okay. Let's set myself back up straight. Why did Michelle and I start this company? Don't worry about like the most fanciest tech fabric that you want to get. Like, Mm -hmm. remember these girls are going to come no matter what, because they love like your, you know, your videos and the way that you guys make them feel when they come and, you know, say hello. And you like, that's why. And I think that it seems so cliche because like I remember always wanting to be this like, you know, entrepreneur my whole life. And I would read and study entrepreneurs and there was like the why, you know, it's like Simon was like the why I hate that. But I would say, think about it as like an anchor to remember why you keep getting up every single day. And another thing is don't, when you don't want to get up or you feeling like, like if you push through that, no matter what, like, I don't want to go work out. I don't want to go like try to do this. Just do it. It doesn't have to freaking be this like perfect. I have my entire notion all set up. I have my entire, you know, slack line developed before my team comes and sits down. It's like, 
your team, they're going to watch you also like learn through things. And mm-hmm. the more they can see that, the more they're going to be motivated to do it. Mm-hmm. I think of like just being a mom and what my kids are older now and what they've said about me, what they didn't say when they were younger was like, you always got up and worked or you always were trying new things. You were always the one that, you know, was <laughs> getting made fun of. Uh, friends because you tried to like fertilize the lawn and now there's like lying stripes like it doesn't matter you know like allow yourself to really just push through and your team will follow that's what i think so true transparency transparency yeah that's great anyways but yeah that's what i would say finishing now yeah thank you for coming thank you for having us it was great to talk to Jen and Michelle about the process of them building their brand and all the things they've gone through, uh, some of the lessons they've learned from manufacturing mistakes, how they've gotten to and built their momentum that is not slowing down anytime soon. Great conversation, very motivational, but also shows that when you really roll up your sleeves and get after it, People around you, whether it's your family, your friends, your co-founders, that hustle and grind is contagious. And they are, as a team, really leaning into that straight up grind that they're all getting into to build this thing. So I love it. It was great to chat with them. And I think some of that hustle rubbed off on me after our conversation. which I need every once in a while. You know, being a founder can be lonely and sometimes the motivation can go away, especially after like 10 years. So it's always good to just surround myself with these, you know, brands that are at the beginning of something massive. And then that hustle, you know, just kind of rubs off and inspires to get that hustle back, which I appreciate it. So speaking of brands, one more time, sponsor the episode, Dry Home. Eco chic home goods that dry instantly. Right now, with the word founder, 15% off anything on our website. We've got the dish pads, the, the bath mats, we call them bath stones. We've got the sink caddies, the coasters, all kinds of products that are beautifully designed. They fit into all kinds of different homes and environments, and they're very functional and they're very good looking and neutral in a way where they can fit into any designed home. So check us out, www.dorai.com, D-O-R-A-I. One good note that I've noticed in multiple companies and multiple founders, whether it's the CEO playing this role, whether it's the, I don't know, sometimes it's just like a random buddy or a random supporting team member or a co-founder, they have the chief Zen officer, which keeps everybody amped up and motivated. It's very important, especially at the very beginning when things are tough and they're hard and and it's, you know, there's a lot of fires to put out and, you know, that can kill momentum. So when you have that person on the team that keeps everybody amped up and excited, it really helps get through those tough times. You know, there's another example of a person like that on a team at which they've been in past episodes. So Kirk, we met from Stack or Phi is the the company name now. And then Scott Paul, 
plays this role in that company where I don't honestly know what Scott does. Sorry, Scott. I don't, I don't know what you do there, you know, but he is involved in the conversations. He, he is amping people up. He is searching and finding resources and getting people excited about what they're building. And it, you know, I see that there. And then also with, you know, Jen and Michelle, you can see that momentum, you know, especially when they're the the early stages and little problems impact you more when you're, you know, when you're really the the buildup in the early stages of company, you know, whether it's a manufacturing issue, whether it's a timeline delay and you stock out of inventory, whatever it might be, those things can be challenging and they hit so much harder when you don't have the excess cash flow, you don't have the out, you know, excess sales channels to diversify what's being affected and stuff like that. So keeping that momentum and that motivation is extremely important. And it's always good to know that someone on the team is that chief Zen officer. I like what they called it. Another great point, which I've seen very often is don't let perfect get in the way of good. If you wait too long to perfect something in building a brand or a company, by the time it's already perfected, you could have a thousand customers that have bought and used the good item. And what you could have learned is one, it is perfect as is, and there's just some minor tweaks and changes that you can make for the next version. Versus if you wait till it gets perfect, there's always going to be things that you're going to learn anyway. So you might as well get it to market, get it selling quicker, start getting customers giving you feedback. And that's more valuable in my opinion. So getting failure to launch, waiting for something to be perfect and delaying things a year, sometimes two years, which I've seen happen with some founders. It just depends on where you're at. If you want to get this thing going, get the ROI quicker and and build quicker, get it to good where you're proud of it and you feel good about it, knowing that it's going to satisfy the need or the want that you originally built the product for. Get it out there, get customers learn from that versus just you could perfect it forever if you wanted to. It's just never going to be perfect. Nothing's perfect. So another field note is to don't let all the noise distract you. As a founder, set that anchor, stick to it, and don't let anything else throw you off track, whether a problem comes up, so on and so forth. Always root yourself back to that anchor. I like that mentality. And then, of course, this is kind of a summary of the last few that I've said, but it's great to reiterate is just pushing through with that just do it mentality. And the value of that is not only the fact that you're getting stuff done and moving things forward, but it's it's contagious to everybody in the team that is working with you. And I mean, it is contagious uh, and it shows. And especially when you follow Jen and for all and you see the videos of them posting of them working and they're going to New York and all this stuff. And, you know, she has her, her son's helping them. And then, you know, Michelle is at this pro golfing tournament, making an impact, you know, with her, with her soon to be husband, Mike Weir, by the way, master's jacket wearing Mike Weir, pretty exciting to have him, you know, around as they build this brand. But It is contagious, not just internally, but also externally. At the PGA trade show that was recently in California, they won 
the People's Choice Award overall. And I think not only does that have to do with the community and the product and the brand and you know all of that wonderful stuff, but I do think that also ties into what these women are doing when building the brand. That's just the contagious part. So it's influencing everybody around them and um, it's showing. So it's worth giving them a follow and and just following along with this journey that they're in the midst of and really just at the beginning of. I can't wait to see what they grow to and become. And hopefully they remember me and we're having this podcast. So thanks for listening. Founders Field Notes. So the next episode that you'll hear in two weeks is Jeremy Howlett from Ultra Running, uh, a shoe company where there's a lot of exciting twists and turns that he went through in building that company. So thanks for joining. Follow us on all the social media channels at Klugonix, K-L-U-G-O-N-Y-X. And we'll see you next time on Founders Field Notes. And um, it's showing. So it's worth giving them a follow and and just following along with this journey that they're in the midst of and really just at the beginning of. I can't wait to see what they grow to and become. And hopefully they remember me and we're having this podcast. So thanks for listening. Founders Field Notes. So the next episode that you'll hear in two weeks is Jeremy Howlett from Ultra Running, uh, a shoe company where... There's a lot of exciting twists and turns that he went through in building that company. So thanks for joining. Follow us on all the social media channels at Klugonix, K-L-U-G-O-N-Y-X. And we'll see you next time on Founders Field Notes. 